It's been so right. long that the last thing we talked about has been canceled. <laughs> Good riddance. Oh. Yeah. The thing we were going to talk about got canceled in the middle of our things. <laughs> yeah. Two of the things we were going to talk about got canceled. That's uh, oh, it's been that long. We Jesus. don't have to say what it was. But yeah. Um, it's it, it's been a while and i'm i'm thinking about how how we ended on high in life it's dated now <laughs> yeah <laughs> it we, is we left that in 2022 didn't we mm-hmm. yeah we did goodbye i'm oh. thinking about all the people out there who are like oh wh- what about high on life without justin Roiland, how are they gonna make dlc mm-hmm do you think that they could get a, like a Justin Roiland impersonator? Is that okay well, to do? Did he get? He didn't get fired from Squanch Games, right? Well, it's like his company, right? Yeah, he made the company, so that's so, true. But I, it, I don't it, think it, will people want to work for him? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't, th- I don't, no, I don't think so. that's like a bad little he, resume thing. I don't know. Yeah, he can be a he can be a YouTuber. He's got an, enough people that probably don't even know what's going on. Yeah, or don't give yeah. a shit. I was looking, or, oh, yeah. or even support him. Fuck the day, yeah. the like the day when it happened, and it's been it had been out for a few hours, and enough people knew. I went on the the Rick and Morty subreddit, and it was like, you know, barely. It was just like there was a thread made by an admin. I was like buried in on the feed, like it didn't matter, you know. And now it's like people are like they fired the guy that does the voices. What's going on? because no one can do those voices yeah because the two voices that he does are you know that are very popular and done by many people are just it's and if you've if you've played high on life it's the only two voices he can do Mm -hmm. that's it but what's weird is i kind of like high on life now uh it's actually a good game uh (laughs) yeah you're gonna actually finish it now aren't you I'm going to race to the finish. <laughs> Already have twice. Welcome well, to Media Boys no. Podcast. I'm Chris Show. I'm William. I'm William Doyle. I'm Nathan. It's 2023 year of the rabbit. Year the rabbit. Thank you. You're welcome. Because isn't the Lunar New Year, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. Happy Lunar New Year. And you know today. Today, uh, Oscar was announced. Can you believe that? It was Oscar Day, and I th- we could, you know, we'll probably touch on that subject as we go through today's subject. But we will, Nathan and I will be recording an Oscar episode. Nice, my hit podcast or our hit podcast, <laughs> hit the golden guy, our annual podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is at this point. As it was, it a year since we did it. Or did we talk about Oscar Day after Oscar? We we did not um, do the we forgot to do the post Oscar episode. Oh boy! All right, that's fine. <laughs> I don't know if we wanted. To, well, you know, the, the, we we'll do one now. Talked about the damn slap. Okay, that's I'll, right. It was a hey, slap. Chris Chris Rock got hit by yep. Will Smith, and nobody remembers what won Best Picture. Doesn't matter. Yeah, William got it right name? after. Can you name what one best picture? <laughs> Can I get a list of options? Can I get the nominees? <laughs> I remember uh, the winner, which is funny, but I forget the rest of the movies. Uh, Drive my wait, no, Drive my car was twenty nineteen. Power of the dog. Um, no, Drive my car was last year. Okay, Drive my car. 
Power, Power of, the dog. of the dog. Um, Green Book. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Coda, Coda. Um, uh, what was some other ones? Yoda. Uh, uh, uh Rick well, and Morty. Was well, it, if, was it Coda? It, it was yeah. Coda. Woo! He remembers. I did you it. Watched you watched Oscar? No, I didn't watch Coda either. What does Coda stand for? Gun to your head. Start with a K. Uh, C C C. All right. Harry on Duh Avenue. You know yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Great job. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me tell you. Uh, today we'll be talking about the things we like the most in 2022. And yeah. it's the 2022 episode. We're doing it. <laughs> Best of last year. I could probably, you know, I could probably use another month and maybe watch three more 2022 movies, but it's fine. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I was struggling to think of three albums I listened to that released like full album. A lot of EPs came out last year. But... Gotcha. I mean, I mean, I feel like you could have picked EPs. That would have oh. been fine. Well, but well, it's I too didn't. late now. I didn't I pick didn't. any. So, what album did we listen to last? Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> yeah, no, I was trying was, not to put that on. Wasn't it last year's movies? You were like, I have. I'm going to be picking ones we did on Media Boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I did a single Media Boys movie. I know I didn't. Um, yeah, because we, we picked a lot of. We don't talk about movies people uh, remember. Yeah. I know. I'm all, I, I I always scramble at the end of the year on the yeah, on this I, list. I should I should really keep a, keep track of everything I've done. Yeah, the movie one is the easiest, but it's ordering my like top five is where I get like it, it's like hard to do it. Well, gotcha. getting it down to a top three, even I do have honorable mentions. So oh okay, uh, just a couple to drop. Uh, I um um. I, I got mean, an honorable movie mention. Movies are the ones that keep track of the easiest, the most. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm constantly, mean. I'm constantly rearranging my ranking, and obviously, the more I watch, I, the harder it gets. I, I've got, I've watched 80 2022 movies, um, and at one point, I'm just like, well, there's got to be a situation where I'm just like, okay, these are the ones I like, I love, like these are the ones I like the most that I remember, I think about a lot. Samaritan. And, you get into the middle range, and it's like there's a lot of movies I liked from last year. In fact, I would say the bulk of what I watched last year I liked. Like, well, okay, there's a cutoff point to where you get like to the area where I'm just like, no, no, thank you. And then you know, you gotta you gotta kill off some things. You know, you gotta rearrange stuff. You gotta be like, all right, well, maybe I didn't love this that much. Uh, I gotta push that down. But I mean, getting it for this, getting to just three is uh, pretty, pretty hard. And yes, there will be. It's not I I wouldn't say it's even a definite thing, because like I could watch something next week. I could watch After Sun and be like, well, actually, After Sun is my favorite. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I haven't seen After Sun, but who knows? um, Are women talking, right? I just want to let everyone know. We have 27 things to talk about, at least. <laughs> and that's why we'll start it. <laughs> with movies. Yeah, with uh, movies, yeah. Watch, play, listen. We always start with the movies. I'm going we... around. Number three, number two, number one. 
we could yeah we could do each of us say our three say something about it too one yeah that's good um i guess the way i'm looking at the zoom right now nathan is on top i don't know i'll I'll switch that i'll switch that around so i'd say nathan Nathan on top nathan goes first okay so move me to the front do you want to go second chris sure yeah you're yeah you're second on my perfect i'm the yellow light and you're the green light so now i'm pointing at chris that's crazy right wait you're pointing uh, wait hold on (laughs) well actually sorry you're half so i think because i put zoom on half of my screen it made you guys it made us all like a a like in a row we're in a row okay i'm kind of like in a uh reverse funnel system nathan you can go first all right so really quickly honorable mentions uh best documentary was fire of love a little documentary about people that go into uh, that study volcanoes and crimes of the future weird Cronenberg body horror movie but my number three is everything everywhere all at once uh, really there fun movie um, just really creative a lot of fun stuff going on but I also like the small sales scale story um, I don't know it was just a nice fun movie what about you yeah. Chris uh you know i will say i'll say two honorable mentions real fast crime yeah. of the future which is what you just said yeah love it cronenberg builds this world and uh it feels like something he's been working on for a very long time very well thought out and pretty amazing um then there's three thousand years of longing george miller this is a very i would say this movie's unheralded i, I didn't see a lot of people pioneering this one by the end of the year but i really loved it when i other than like kojima right I, well, of, of course. course, George Miller, the God, in his uh-huh. yeah, the God. George I left Miller. the theater like it really blew me away, and I really want to rewatch it. Um, and hey, maybe on rewatch it'll move up even more. Um, but num- my number three, top of my list here is Top Gun Maverick. This movie nice. just blow- blew me out of the water. It's so simple and yet so effective. Uh, it just hits. It's it's firing on all cylinders and. Tommy C, what a movie star. I mean, it just, it is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, I would, I would love to be like, actually, <laughs> this intricate, <laughs> uh, uh, layered movie is better than Top Gun Maverick. But no, I had a great time at the movie theater. I saw it twice in theaters. And I saw, oh, first time I saw it was in IMAX, loaded theater, crowd went nuts. Second time, completely empty theater, actually. Oh, okay. Still also worked. IMAX? Not an IMAX. Mm-hmm. Okay. In an empty theater, I took my girlfriend. We had a great time. Uh, empty theater uh, still worked. No audience. I was still like, <laughs> right, I was hey. still pounding my fist. Yeah, I saw it That's in fun. moving seats, and that movie was insane. In moving seats, it was a lot of fun. I have not seen it. It's good. It's a really good action movie. All right, my honorable mention uh, is Avatar: The Way of Water. Mm-hmm. I'm putting this in the honorable mentions because I have no way. To judge this movie properly because I saw it on mushrooms in 4DX, which was incredible, and <laughs> it would be number one life-changing experience, but I have no way of actually like judging it. I gotcha. So my number three is gonna be the menu, which came out pretty recently. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a very fun flick. No, no part of this movie was I bored while watching it, which I think is very good. For a movie it was all fun the whole movie all fun no filler yep it was a great flick 
yep. unlike the cream that you could put inside of a uh, delicious pastry. Right. Because food. That's yeah. all filler. Well, True. I mean, you got the delicious outside. Yeah. Well, no, the cream's all filler. Oh, that is true. The cream is filled, yeah. but cream is delicious. So why would people complain about filler if it's cream? Right. <laughs> who doesn't want to be creamed on cream? cream? Yeah. Who wants to? Who doesn't want to be filled? Right, guys. Come on. All right, Nathan. Uh, <laughs> Nathan, number two, baby. Number two. Number two is Banshees of Inisherin. Amazing, incredible movie. I've never had a movie. I walked out of this movie really conflicted. I was both extremely sad. And extremely happy because it made me laugh a lot, but it was also such a depressing movie. And I feel like just the way this movie moved between those two emotions was. I'm just going to go perfect. ahead and jump in with this one. Yeah. My number two is also Banshees of Insurance. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, I also felt the same way. I was like, it was a sad movie, but walking out of the theater, I was giddy. Yeah. I was like, giddy because I just watched a great, funny movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's and like it, it's just the performances sell the movie too. I think Colin Farrell is like one, probably my favorite performance by a man this year. That might give away my number one, but he's just incredible. Brendan Gleeson's great, and Carrie Condon's great. Everybody's just firing on all cylinders. Yeah, it is a great, great, great movie. Yeah, that's my number. Well, actually, it's number eight on my list right now. Number gotcha. eight. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I. I would say my number my my 10 is just full of great movies. So or 15 even. Um what's your number two? But my number two, that's more important. My number two is another movie I went and saw in theaters that just let me left me walking on a cloud. And I really love what this movie presented because the trailer didn't seem to make it didn't make it out to be what it actually was, which was the Fablemans. But the Fablemans is actually it, the the trailer makes it look like oh it's a it's old man Spielberg love letter to film. It's not. It's actually this very tangled, uh, thorny movie about divorce, growing up, and I mean Spielberg, the master of divorce on film. And yeah. This is the ultimate one, and it's putting his this this master of film his career into a, like a new context. Yeah, and I mean it's not every day that you get that. Um, yeah. yeah, Spielberg. I mean, look, and you could say, oh, Spielberg, he's just making a movie about how good he isn't making movies. Well, his his name, <laughs> yeah, his name is is synonymous with, with movie good making. movies, and he makes no. great movies. And this yeah. is a great movie and full of wonderful performances. I thought the main kid in the movie, who sorry, I don't remember his name, uh, should have been nominated. Actually, he was that good. I, but no, I, Judd Hirsch got nominated. His name, his name was Steven? Steven Spielberg? Yeah, Steve, name, Little Steven. Yeah. Uh, uh, the character's name is uh, Little Stevie Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I just clicked on the, um, I clicked but, on the movie and then Letterboxd moved over. Yeah. To like piggy bank on that, I watched uh, Steven Spielberg's filmography last year, most of it. And, um, and I, it was it was a good year to do that before Fablemans. Gabriel LaBelle. everything up. That's the name of the main character. And another yeah. movie, actually, sorry, to piggyback on to the Fablemans, another movie that could even be in my top three, too, could very similar. They go hand in hand very well uh, is uh, Armageddon Time. Those two movies share. They share themes about growing up Jewish with and like exploring relationships with your parents like years beyond 
Mm-hmm. And like they're they're both pretty. I thought Armageddon Time was kind of a, awesome too. And but uh, that one is a lot more cynical. And maybe the end point of that is the opposite of the Fablemans. I still think both of those movies go hand in hand. But I think the fa- what puts the Fablemans maybe above the top is just the fact that I I'm a, a freaking movie dork. And uh, that one's about making movies, so. Yeah, uh, that's my number yeah, two. Yeah. All right, and I've already said my number two, Banshees of Insurin. So we'll pop back up to Nathan for his number one. Uh, yeah, all right. My number one was Tar with uh, Kate Blanchett playing a composer who uh, overuses her power and, uh, in modern terms, put it like uh, she gets canceled in the movies about her cancellation in a way, and it's. Uh, really just a depressing slow movie but every moment was great Kate Planchette is incredible in that movie I've never seen someone act like that like just completely take over the role um yeah and Monster it, Hunter's in it right yeah Monster Hunter is in, at the end of the movie well, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I guess we don't say how don't say how but I, I won't say how but it is uh it is both funny and depressing just like Banshee so it is a. Uh, I don't know, just everything coming together. Really I, just excellent experience. I didn't know when I before I saw Tar, I didn't know what it was about, but I saw someone post like a Google search, mm-hmm. like a common Google search, which was is Monster Hunter real? Tar. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. I have no clue how that ties it because I thought maybe it's like she's a monster that gets hunted. <laughs> like, you know, like, but Tar is also in my top ten. I will yeah. say that. Um my number one ties again ties into my theme that I got going here, which Ooh. is returning to the movies and going to the movies and having a great time being blown away. And this time is another one that I saw in a pretty much an empty theater. I think there was like four people at the front of the theater and I was all the way in the back. Uh, still a great theatrical experience had me walking out on a cloud. And I mean, that's just the theme I have going here. So I, I was going to possibly change this number one, but I decided to stick to it. It's RRR. Nice. Oh. An Indian film um, about two guys who are, uh, one one is a bad guy and the other is a good guy. And they become, they be, their bond becomes so strong that they're practically brothers. And um, this is like a four hour movie, right? like three right <laughs> uh it's 182 minutes long uh directed by ss rajmuli it's uh pretty amazing it's another it's kind of like in the same vein as top gun maverick where they're just like doing everything right except this is like even more so like extra extra this is a super blockbuster and it is just i don't know it's uh it, it the I will say this. I went into the theater. I sat down. The AC was off. There was no AC in the theater. <laughs> the trailers started. And the uh, in this theater, for some reason, the audio was like extra loud. Like it was extremely loud, blowing my ears out. And I was like, should I leave? Because right now I'm like, just like starting to sweat. And, and the movie started. The movie started. And I was immediately just like, I'm in it. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm grabbed. I sat there for the next... 182 <laughs> minutes <laughs> and i was just i was having a great time what a what a fun movie it's extremely fun um so yeah that's that's my number one and hey you know 
maybe it'll change, but RRR and the bunch that I mentioned are still going to be there, still my in my favorites of the year. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> my number one. Nobody's going to like it, but it's Barbarian. I like Barbarian. Barbarian's Bar- good. Nathan doesn't like Barbarian, right? Uh, it was okay. I thought this movie was great. I thought it was funny. I thought it was scary. I thought it was thrilling. I thought it. Uh, Jason Long's good in it. Justin Long. Justin Long's good <laughs> in it. See? Directed by Whitest Kids You Know. Yeah. That's, yeah. Hey, I really enjoyed this movie. I think it's one of the movies that, like, I don't know, I'm going to recommend to people as a horror movie for a very long time. Right. I, I saw Barbarian also. Um, I saw in theaters and I almost sat next to three women that were like loud, <laughs> three <laughs> old women. And I was like, I'm going to move a little. I don't know what this movie's about. So I moved down a few rows and I'm happy I did because I had, this was a rare situation where I didn't sit in the back of the theater or, you know, or like, or, or close. Like I was like at a, the the screen was like at a perfect like size and I had a great time, even though my audience was kind of lame. But th- that movie is that movie is a lot of fun and scary, very it scary. Is. I was thinking about it later at night, and I was like, "That's scary." Was it, it really scary. scary? I was scared. I'm not going to get into it, but I, I don't. Think I had so. no clue. I had no clue what was going to happen. If you, the if you think movie. naked old women scary, sure, but yes, it's not. He's screaming, saying okay. "Baba." What do you say, Nathan? Are you calling us misogynists? I don't know, man. Well, the, I mean, she, but I, I, I would say, well, I'm not gonna. I won't spoil it. I would say just go watch it. It's. I had no clue what was gonna happen the whole time, and it kept me on edge. I think, like the first thirty minutes or so, whatever of that movie, like the way he frames everything, it's like at any moment something could just jump out, and I think that's uh, really well executed. But William, it's your movie. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, movie fucking rocks. Movie fucking whips ass. All right. Would that's you, it. So that's, that's your favorite horror movie of the year, of course? Of course. Well, yeah, because it's your favorite it's movie one. of the year. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, would you would you agree with me that this year has been pretty good for, or last year was pretty good for horror movies? I do agree. I think the horror movies might have yes. won last year. Maybe you'll get the box office, too. They did yeah. pretty great. We got X, right? And then uh, what else? X and Pearl, and that's it. That's it? <laughs> Wait, that's, that's it. all? No, there's a lot. of There's a lot. And there's a lot like, worth talking about. But hey, hey, we got to talk about watch play. It's talk about video game. game. Video game time. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the one that I'm like, what the hell did I play? And what came out last year? I don't know. I was also like, what the hell did I play? And what came out last year? But then I was scrolling through stuff. I found it. I found my favorites. Uh, I guess, should we flip it or should Nathan go first again? Nathan should go first, baby. Okay, Nathan should go first again. I'll take care of it. All right. Uh, all right. Then I'll just say honorable mentions really quickly. Uh, Tinykin, which is a collectathon that's like enemy lists. And I just really liked exploring the world as a really tiny thing. And Immortality, which was like three really great movies put together and you have to watch them and play through them. I love that. But my number three choice was Neon White, um, which is a first person shooter speed run game where you parkour, you collect cards to jump around and dash. And your goal is to beat levels as fast as possible. 
don't know, just really fast, hectic, fun, and my favorite video game soundtrack of the year. The music in this game is absolutely insane from Machine Girl. Just really great stuff. Uh, style meets really fun gameplay. So Neon White Rock. I didn't know it was yeah. Machine Girl. Yeah, Machine Girl did That's the music cool. for it. Yeah, yeah. I want to play that game big time. Yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten around to play it yet, but it's it's on the it's on the docket. Mm-hmm. And Machine uh, Girl's gonna you can cut this out. Machine Girl is gonna be with a hundred gecks when they come to Florida. Uh, so that would be that's fucking true. insane. Yeah, that is true. I was looking at that list. Um, mm-hmm. and one hundred gecks will have a new album out by then, which means their yeah. show their show will go from twenty minutes to thirty minutes. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I okay. Look, like I said, um. I mean, look, game-wise, I'm over here like I don't finish games necessarily. I'm bad at it. I'm bad at finishing games. I'm also bad at spending money, like full money on great games that come out. Like, I didn't play God of War Ragnarok. Um, I don't think any of us did. We did you obviously do... Five. We I Okay, let's calm down. I'm going to get some good games this year. I let's make. I'm going to make that promise, but... I You're going to spend $7 all year. You know, I I could get more. I could get a lot of enjoyment. I'm just like some indie game off Steam. All right, or Game Pass, or Game yeah. Pass. A lot no. of games I play are on Game Pass, and you know, sometimes we play a game and I forget about it. So that might happen here, whatever. Uh, but for two honorable mentions, I have decided to choose multiverses for one. Good pick. I like. I you know what? Maybe you could consider it a dead game. Who cares now? But it's a lot of fun to play. It's pretty nuts. Mm-hmm. And we had a great game. We had a really good time playing it. Yeah, uh, I I, I want to say that might be the best multiplayer game of the year. Like strictly multiplayer based. I, I right. think that was a great fun experience like that. Um, so. and this is kind of tough. I'll, you know what? I played the whole thing. I really enjoyed the vibe of this game. Uh, Stray. Mm, I right. enjoyed the vibe. I like being a cat. I wish it was longer, though. Really, really wish it was longer, even though it took me a long time to beat just because I forgot about it. <laughs> I kept forgetting about it. But my number I... three, what really matters here, <laughs> I'm going to go with um, uh, <laughs> Evil Dead the game. Okay. Evil Dead the game. I forgot about that. That's, game. that's the best strictly multiplayer game. That's better than multiverses. Really? I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. I'll tell you I think this. so. That game fucking slaps. I'll tell you this. Even if, even if I'm not, I'm not. I mean, I'm not playing it as much. Recently, I'm just bad with keeping up with multiplayer games. I think this game, what it executed, was so true to the the just the Evil Dead franchise. And I think I love Evil Dead, and seeing that in a game for me was very cathartic. And playing it is great. And they're still updating with all these characters. They added Mia. From the Evil Dead reboot, reboot they they and care, and they're I, adding Ruby soon too, like in a uh, few yeah. weeks. And I'm sure they're gonna add the characters from Evil Dead Rise. So this is a game. It's also a lot of fun to play, and I I I like I like its art style, and I I don't know. This is just it feels good. It's it's it feels good too, you know. It's it has places that are fun to explore and. Even if it's like one of those multiplayer games where you kind of repeat the same stuff, I don't know. There's something about it. There are elements yeah. to it that make it a fun team game, fun co-op game. Uh, you get I five th- people together, you'll have a great time. Yeah, or, something that I really like about this game yeah. is that you get full experience playing like lobby matches with your friends. 
which mm-hmm. makes it like you can still progress even if the game is completely dead by playing with your friends. Right. Yeah. Uh, one of my gripes about it, though, was uh, it was a little easy to crack the code of the game of like where you spawn to where they spawn because there's only two maps. Now there's three, but there's only two maps and it's really easy to tell and get to jump on people. Unlike uh, something like Dead by Daylight, where it's a little more, uh, you know, a little more randomized. And uh, there's yeah. so many maps that's really hard to, unless you play a lot, a lot. Right. It's really hard to tell. Well, what's, up. Yeah. what's your number three? My number mansions are going to be uh, Rogue Legacy 2. This game is really fun. Better than Rogue Legacy 1. And uh, one of the best uh, roguelites out there i think very good up there with like hades and stuff all right my number three is going to be grounded really love this game not really a big survival head but grounded uh really uh makes it a lot easier and you know fun to play it makes it fun it makes the survival genre fun and it's really fun to like uh share saves with people yeah yeah i haven't played that in a long time since it was early access. <laughs> oh, you never played it when it fully released? I have not, but it sounds there's like, like a full story and there's uh it's really fun to explore that game. I think it's made fun. How many people can play together? Four. Four people. Terrific. What's your number two, Nathan? Yeah, uh my number two is actually a game we covered on uh, Media Boys. Uh <laughs> Nobody Saves the World. We did that all the way back in January. Really great top down like um shoot 'em up but like with with a nice uh variety to it with all the characters and everything mixing and matching different characters it's i don't know just added like this endless creativity to this game i didn't expect the world's really fun and works well together now this game was highly addictive and i i think it's a great experience yeah, yeah i was playing this last week and uh i don't know when i first played it it was like a little too grindy for me mm-hmm. but playing with another person fucking cuts out a lot of that grind and it, uh, it's really fun nice. like a co-op yeah i enjoyed that game also um my number two i guess i'd say immortality i um it's you know maybe it's not necessarily a game as it's more like a three movies combined into one yeah. yeah yeah but i mean look i my job includes archiving footage and watching all this footage mm-hmm. and they made a game where you watch all this like raw footage and something about that i was just like unlocked you know i that a part of my brain <laughs> you got to work but at home i got to work at home in a, vi- in no a video game too mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But I, I was paid in satisfaction by all uh-huh. this. Oh, uh, yeah. so, something about watching these recreations of old older aesthetics in genres that aren't as made aren't made as much today, like erotic thrillers of that you know sort, kind of in a David Lynch style. Um, I thought that was just a really neat thing to explore. It's it's like a opening this. Secret opening a box and looking for secrets. And now I uh, got a I got a question for you, Chris. Coming through was footage, it, what's up? Was it better or worse than like a red carpet interview with uh oh my god. With like Sylvester Stallone. With Die Hard. 
Bruce, Bruce Willis? Willis with Bruce Willis better better because he's not he's not there to sing. Bruce Willis Does he sing playing Bruno. Hours. Yeah, Bruce Willis had a band that he performed with, and I've no, watched but I mean, like in the interviews, does he sing? No, oh, you watch hundreds of hours of the band. Wait, do you oh, know? Yeah. Do you know like the Bruce Willis songs by heart by now, or do you just tune I, he it does out? he does a lot of covers? Gotcha, like, like uh, rhythm and blues. Mm, that's wild, and uh, it's pretty bad. But uh, I I think there's there is something about like oh there's something there. Oh, pause it. Pause the footage. Oh, hidden footage. Creepy. That's uh yeah. It is like it's like finding a little secret, a little secret yeah. treat. You rewind and, a little um, bit, something happens. It's like mm-hmm. you're unlocking another world, and there is something exciting about that. Even if, even if this isn't really even that that much of a game, <laughs> uh, technically a movie. And even if at times I'm like, what are the themes of this? What does this all mean? I don't know, but it was kind of cool. And that's gamer brain, right? I got I got gamer yeah. brain there because I had a good time, even if I wasn't really like. I'm not thinking about some of the stuff that's going on in the game <laughs> sure. or the themes of it. Like I'm thinking maybe of a movie afterward, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, it 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 works. That's why I think it works as a game. <laughs> you know, maybe it's like I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> what am I saying, <laughs> William? That uh, it doesn't really connect. So you know, it, maybe that's why it wasn't a movie. At the end of the day, yeah, like I'm not like, yeah, you're not poking holes in it, yeah, because I, because like, it also, I didn't feel like I got a proper ending that game. It kind of just ended. Yeah, it just ends. But I did sit there for four hours and play through the whole thing. So that's doesn't really that never happens with a video game really ever as much anymore. Okay, William, my number two is Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. This game is great. It's the best Kirby game. Boom. That's it. I got that for Christmas and I haven't played it enough to say put it on my list. Yeah, I I never beat it. Oh shit. Well, there's like a whole like end game arena thing that uh gets like pretty challenging. I think like the secret final boss of Kirby is harder than the final boss of Elden Ring. I could see that, which is nuts. Yeah, (laughs) but um, I think the game's really good. It's uh, damn! If they keep making Kirby's like this, they got my money in the pocket. Isn't it a Dreamland Return to Dreamland remake next? Though that yeah, I mean, but that that game's really really good. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But also speaking of Elden Ring, what's your number one? Everyone, <laughs> uh, woo! Elden Ring. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I played a game better than Elden Ring last year. I, mean, I didn't play a lot. I, I admittedly, I did not play as much as you guys. I, in the grand scheme of it, I probably only played like ten hours of Elden Ring. Oh, so you like scratched the surface, <laughs> which is not even that much. Yeah, in, in yeah. the grand scheme of all that, did you beat Stormvale? I don't know. Castle in a while, but it it, it was enough to be like, hey, this game is really good. That's like no. That's but, like I don't almost, know. I think you still get tutorial tools. Like you well, still tutorial still that, pops up. That's the thing. Like whenever you get through that castle, like I mean, I was loving the game before that, but that's when it like holy crap, everything opens up in the 
now Elden Ring's one of not only the greatest of the year, one of the greatest I've ever played. It yeah. just plays so well. It's so fun to explore. It's insanely good. <laughs> yeah, I I think it might be the best game I've ever played. Not my favorite uh, game. Yeah. Difference. It might be the best game. Let What's shake, up, Chris? Let me shake it up a little bit since we pretty much all agree on number one. Since we need something else here, right? We need <laughs> yeah. Maybe a, a, a bonus number one. This is a weird one, and it's maybe technically not even a game. So I'll say it anyway, just for bonus points. Uh, there is a game, a game maker that I played called RPG in a Box. I like to highlight it a little bit. This okay. game, it's um, it's a variation of Godot. Okay, that yeah. was free on Epic Games for like a week or so. Wonder Woman. Um, huh. yeah, gal, gal, uh-huh. gal. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, <laughs> but does it just make RPGs? Because no. Godot <laughs> Engine makes like any game, right? Any two. Well, yeah, they, it is like more specific, right? It, to mm-hmm. make RPGs, it gives you all the tools. It makes it a lot. Of, it makes it easier, and it's open ended enough. Where you, it's 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 more like a storyteller, really, and mm-hmm. it, it uses voxels, and creating voxel figures in that game or in the the game maker is so so incredibly easy and doing animations was so easy also do you have and a game chris i started a game ma- and <sighs> that could have been the game of the year chris but i didn't finish it i was like i would literally sit on my computer for hours working on this game and mm-hmm. i haven't even got past like the beginning of it is it going to be doingo's quest no, it's some. It's a different thing. I want to make a point-and-click adventure type of game. Oh, that's but, fun. Okay, but I, I having a hard time. Like, I mean, it, so it's accessible for sure, but it still involves like connecting the dots of coding. So, yeah, like you don't have to type out code, but you connect dots, okay. and like it's like I'm visual. Just, you make yeah, you form sentences, visual sentences, and I'm like, I form a sentence should be easy. But for some reason, it just doesn't work. <laughs> and, uh, gotcha. It, it so it this game was actually in early access. It's been in early access for a while, but it was officially released uh, this year, and it's like updated like every couple of days. They keep adding stuff, so it's not like maybe something I'm trying to do isn't fully, you know, fully finished. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'll probably I've it's been dormant for a little bit, but I'll probably return to it soon. The Media it's, Boys RPG. <laughs> It, that could be fun. That I, would be fun. I, I think my issue is that maybe I ta- tried to tackle something a little bit too large at first. Mm-hmm. I should probably go back and I don't want to small scale. Right? I mean, I, as much as I don't want to restart and start a new game, it would be probably smart to just make a game you could beat in like 10 minutes. You know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking I want to make a game that would take someone like an hour or two to complete in terms of like a per- perfect point length point, <laughs> point and click kind of with rpg elements mm-hmm. it would mainly be like anchor not, fm uses copyright strike <laughs> it's it's not all about the gameplay though. we have a new it's copyright strike the, the no <laughs> no <laughs> all right let's get to the next thing music 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 Woo, music uh... makes the people <laughs> do something listen to music yeah um, this this one was really tough for me because i i listened to like a good amount of good albums this year and ranking them on top of each other was a little tough so they're kind of like mixed together 
in kind of a ranking, but my my honorable mentions is Earl Sweatshirt's Sick, really short, fun rap album, and then Skinty Fia by Fontaine's DC, really fun post-punk band. Um, but number three, they return for another round on here, <laughs> the 1975s being funny in a foreign language. Woo! Uh, woo, yeah. Really good. One. Yeah, really good, you know, indie pop uh, album. Uh, this time, I feel like it's not their best album, but it's their most lyrically consistent. It's not really about real life things. It's more broad love songs, which I can appreciate. It's a nice, just uh, put it on in the background, listen to and enjoy some catchy tunes. So I really liked it. But Chris, you go up next. Uh, okay. I will. <laughs> Honorable mentions, right? Um, mm-hmm. This is, I didn't rank them necessarily. Well, I would. I'll, I'll say um, it's hard to even say right now because <laughs> I'm looking at this list of albums I really like. I'll pick this. I'll say uh, Freddie Gibbs released an album, mm-hmm. sold soul sold separately. It's great, great rap album. Uh, Freddie Gibbs. I kind of went on a Freddie Gibbs tear a little bit. I was, I kept going back to his albums, going through his albums, and appreciating them more i maybe i didn't appreciate freddie gibbs as much as i did as i did this um, year uh alfredo that album that came out um really good album with uh, yeah well that's a great album that didn't come out last year but sold sold separate sold scott <laughs> soul sold separately is great really good and there's a um our boy pops up on it uh joe rogan <laughs> rival podcast joe rogan our, boy. Makes our boy our <laughs> boy yeah, you know our boy. <laughs> um, okay, well, I boil it down, and another one, another one. You know what? I'm gonna say this. This was tough, but I'll pick an honorable mention. Is this one was gonna be in my number three, but at the last minute, I'm switching it around. Oxy Music by Alex Cameron. Wow. Whoa, I, a last I, minute switch. You know me. I love Alex Cameron. <laughs> I love this album, but I had to make the switch. I think this album's great he's kind of returning to his original style almost with a theme um even if it is a little bumpy i mean at times he's he literally switches the sound of the album in the last like the last two songs it becomes way more energetic and sometimes i'm like i wish the rest of the album had more of that energy but the thing is i really like the rest of the album so bumpy there but number three this is an album i really like a lot can you believe that um it is uh okay well now i'm getting a mixed up here okay <laughs> no i know what it is since i gave him number one or something the year prior i'll give him number three instead of number two which is what i was gonna do changes by king gizzard and the lizard wizard king gizzard and the lizard wizard they released like five or six albums last year As yeah you, I, I, you may I, say I, chris, top three gonna be that chris how do you pick one of those <laughs> well i'll tell you what one of them i listen to a lot over and over and over again that's that's changes by king gizzard their poppiest release from last year i it's catchy as hell and i love it and it it's really just like the the use of bass and the use of a the synths oh <laughs> oh baby and they have a certain they have a certain uh, musical term 
uh, uh, I'll just say they have a certain rhythm that they have that goes throughout the entire album, and it the way it lines up is so so just so wonderful to hear. There you go. That's my number three. William, my number three. I don't really have any honorable mentions. I'm struggling to find three full-length albums that I remembered that I had listened to this year. Um, my number three is going to be uh, Nana Grizzle, uh, Dancing Dogs, which came out, you know, last year <laughs> at some point. It's like a folky, folky, nice, nice sounding uh, album. And it's great. Love Nana Grizzle. Good, good musicians there. Yes. Yep. Haven't heard it. I'll check it yeah. out. Put it All on right. the list. Nathan. Nathan. Na- do, you, do you guys know Nana Grizzle? Nope. No. All right. It's a nice, nice folk music. Go ahead, Nathan. All right. Number two on my list is uh, Boat Songs by MJ Lenderman, uh, alternative country album. Uh, this guy's really good, kind of a lo-fi country sound. He has a nice accent and uh, just covers a lot of a broad range of topics, but all seem really personal and you really listen to it. I don't know. So, lyrically, sometimes he's a little, I, I guess the word the kids use today is uh, cringy but I feel like I really like hearing stuff like that sometimes because they're being honest. MJ here is being honest. And I really like hearing that. Kind yeah. Of stuff. I, I feel like being genuine isn't uh, a bad thing. Cringy, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel uh, like, um, I don't know. Bro. Yeah. Keep that cringe away from me. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, like the cringy things are like when you're trying to be cool and you're not. Mm hmm is really cringy yes yeah and um and yeah you captured that perfectly i feel like this is just genuine music and it also has really great riffs throughout this there's some really great songs and i just keep coming back to it so i thought that was a really good album uh mine number two is called made in america by brad goodall um this is keeping in line with uh what i tend to hover towards or gravitate towards uh catchy story songs um brad goodall has been working on this album for a long time since 2017 and let me tell you this album is absolutely worth checking out um could have been my number one but it's here at number two it is very easy to listen to it's a very wavy Kind of has like a 70s sound to it. Um, Very funky. Very nice to hear. But at the same time, singing songs of loneliness. Songs about um, perhaps being a fraud, maybe. Being comfortable. Not gonna. I'm not going to say like anything. It's not anything depressing or anything extremely deep. But I just I just love the places he goes. the places he puts you a specific song i'd point out is casa de mel um for example that song is about a guy who's just you know who who's there to watch some rich guy's apartment while he's gone and you know he's just he's in there messing with all his stuff and i think he's sleeping with his wife or something and uh it's a song about being comfortable in someone else's place and let me tell you it's 
I'd absolutely recommend this album. I haven't been seeing enough about it, and I think more people should check it out. Hey, that's good. We should do on the show, right? Yeah, go check that out. What do you got there, Will? Oh, I got number two slot. It's going to be Cheek Face. Too much to ask. Uh, Cheek Face is like a, uh, I don't know, uh, a talk singing. They don't really sing. Okay. He like talks. I don't know. Kind of reminds me of um the guy from the B-52s almost, but less screamy, <laughs> less less screamy, I guess. I okay. don't know. It's like talk singing, mostly monotone, but not too much on this album. Uh a song to point out that I really like is the first out first song on the album. Well, I fans you problems. Uh is it, hey, this this album's very good. Like it a lot. <laughs> It's pleasing to my ears. <laughs> That's what I like. Uh, there are some times where he does almost sound too much like Weird Al. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and it's, I don't know, it's strange. But um, I guess there's, I don't know. It's not really like comedy music, but there are like sometimes comedic lyrics. Right. Yeah, I got because like he'll like uh, sometimes be almost nonsensical with the words he's saying, I guess. Not like they're real words, but like structured weirdly, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Not gibberish. Not gibberish. He sings real words in this one. Nathan, go ahead. (laughs) All right, um, my my number one choice. I think I picked their album either as my number one or something last year, but they released another album this year. That was a Black Country New Roads Ants from Up There. Um, really cool uh, post like post punk post rock kind of band. Uh, I really like how big their music sounds. A lot of horns. There's a lot of players in this band, so they just feel huge in scope. But uh, the lead singer talks about the silliest shit about being in love with a girl that looks like Billie Eilish. Uh, he has a song where he goes to the doctor because he has erectile dysfunction. It's like this silly shit put against like these huge songs. It's like funny and also sounds really good. So it's just a really enjoyable time throughout. I I thought this album was a blast and I, I don't think I loved it that as much the first time, but it was an album I came back to over and over and over again. What's that I one think called? It just grew. Uh, Ants from Up There by Black Country New Road. I, I, I'd i recommend everybody check it out. It's really good. So Yes. I, that's my I number listen. one. Hey, I listened to that. Oh, nice. It's good. Uh, but hey, you know, he said he, he has ED. <laughs> you know what yeah. he could use? He, he could use Viagra. And that leads me into my number one. Uh, oh, per- oh is, I hope there's a symmetry here, Will. I hope we picked something to do. Uh, which, well, I don't. Yeah. William picked hymns, our sponsor for today. <laughs> our sponsor today is hymns. That's his number one. He loves our sponsor. No, well, mine is uh, Cave World by Viagra Boys. This album uh, is a punk album, would you say? Um, what would you say, like? What do you want to say? Post-punk? Who gives a damn? Who gives a freak about what the genre is? It rocks. It rocks. And it's about um, incels. <laughs> oh. I love my songs. I just love my music about weird freaks. Mm-hmm. You connect Wim, to it. 
when, that could kind of link towards mine. When artists sing about like just the most uh, reprehensible people and they're nasty and weird and gross and you want to stay away from them. Uh, hey, if it's told in, a, in an entertaining way, <laughs> I'll probably it'll, it'll probably attract me. Um, no, but this album is really just like it's doing a lot. They're experimenting with their sound a lot. It's abrasive. But it's uh, still something you want to go nuts listening to. It's it's really good. The, they create a a cave world. <laughs> no, they create a world of just interesting sounds and uh, kind of mixing genres and a lot of inspirations. And there's just a, a, a strong sense of humor. And it gets uncomfortable at times, too. And um, I really want to I would love to see them do this live. I heard they put on a crazy show, but I hey, look, I think all my art albums are kind of interchangeable here. Um, kind, kind of the same here, honestly. But I, not I mine. To, I wanted to highlight <laughs> they're in an order <laughs> that you have to listen to. But Brad Goodall and um, the Viagra Boys. Hey, they haven't been on my list before. I feel like I always freaking mentioned Alex Cameron and King Gizzard when they release albums. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they get the top spot. And I'd absolutely recommend listening to Cave World. It's uh, pretty crazy. All right, what about you, Will? I just found this artist last year, and they released an album last year. Their name is uh, Jezebel Gerbergleby. Nice. <laughs> this person fucking rocks. They got a song called Snail Man. Didn't come out last year, but that song is great. Anyway, uh their album happy smile happy smiles one second just one just one happy smile great album i also find myself returning to this album very frequently throughout the uh, course of the year and uh one standout song to me is the song called spinal fluid world very good i don't really know how to classify this uh this music there's some i don't know like uh punk with weird electronic drums i don't know it's great it sounds fun wacky shit okay yeah that sounds interesting well very we'd, good we'd say go check out all this stuff and mm-hmm. I, would, I would like to end the episode soon but but i think something we never talk about well we do talk sorry we do talk about it but something we never talk about on these episodes best of episodes is tv I would say I would ask you guys: Do you know what you watched last year? Because I kept, tra- I actually, uh, <laughs> I actually kept track of what I watched. Well, and I could tell yeah. you, I could tell you my favorite shows of uh, Dude, last it, year. Did they have to have come out last year? I don't think yeah. I watched uh, any shows no. that came out last year. Because I, 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 I could, I could, I could start to kickstart it if you want. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, mean, I could I'll just do... go. I'll do. I'll be fast because I do actually have to log off soon, but. Um, I'll just tell you really fast a few shows I enjoyed last year. I mean, there's the the obviously Better Call Saul final season. Really loved, yeah, the final season. My that's actually my number one on the list. But there's Barry, which I really loved. The rehearsal, the boys, the righteous gemstones, Severance on cinema at the cinema, uh, smiling friends. There's Andor, which I didn't finish. And one last thing that I'd like to say is the kids in the hall returned. I, you know, admittedly, and it was epic. 
I wasn't as well versed in the kids in the hall before I watched the show, but I gave it a chance and I thought it was hilarious. And I went on a, I went on a kids in the hall kick for like a few weeks where I just watched a lot of their old sketches on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow, I, I'd recommend checking it out if you are into sketch comedy and you haven't watched it before, give it a chance. They hang dong in the second sketch, which is, nice. Oh, wow. That's, well, that's pretty, the, uh, they're old I, men. They're old is it this, men. Is it the same dude who hung it's, dong in the postal movie? Yes, it is. Uh, so he <laughs> well, just likes hanging dong. <laughs> him and, um, it's all people like, you know, kids in the hall, they're all people you'd probably recognize from other mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, that guy did the voice of Flick, right? In Bugs Life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, he hanged on. He, he loves hang dong. You ever but... seen Flick's dick, kids? <laughs> um, um, yeah, but like right off the bat, what you said about the rehearsal and Smiling Friends, I did watch those and those were very good. There you yeah. go. Well, yeah, I got two, the, the boys. I watched the boys this year. That That last season was absolutely insane. Um, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, but Better Call Saul that last season was pretty, pretty right. damn good. If it was I, a really good show. So if I had to pick a full show that I watched this year, that was probably I'd consider like, I mean, I guess I guess I'd have to say the boys because I, I sat down to watch the boys and I just like shot through that show that ne- like, yeah, I never really binge watch shows. But I, ep- I just couldn't put it down. It was so addicting. <laughs> and those and episodes are coming. over an hour too. Like yeah, it's, I, it's a lot. I was spending a lot of time just watching the boys because I Damn. I didn't see that coming. I was like, this doesn't look, this looks oh. all right. I want to see what the hype is about. I turn it on. I'd absolutely recommend that show. I loved it. I guess like if I'd recommend a full show that I watched this year, uh, well, not recommend, but a show that I did like. I did finally watch Breaking Bad. I broke I broke the curse. You broke bad. I broke I broke bad. It was good. I mean, a great show. Yeah. Um it is. I want to give a shout out to something that came out this year, Paul T. Goldman. Yeah. You watched that, right, Chris? Oh, yeah, I watched Paul T. Goldman. Yeah. <laughs> did you watch that, Nathan? No, but I want to. I oh, recommend shit. It. Absolutely <laughs> watch it. If you like the like the rehearsal and Paul T. Goldman are almost like hand in hand, <laughs> like shaking mm-hmm. hands. Cause like the re- if the rehearsal is about like trying to prevent future situations from going wrong. Paul T. Goldman is about exploring past situations and mm-hmm. like in a way that is kind of wrong. It's good. I, I, I think Paul T. Goldman's better, better. Though. It is. It's a more coherent narrative because yeah. sure. towards the end of the rehearsal, a lot of things started falling through yeah. for him. Well, and he yeah. was trying to just make lemonade well, out of lemons. I don't oh. find the rehearsal, like maybe I'd have to rewatch the rehearsal, but like, I don't think the rehearsal is cathartic at all. Like at the end, it's like, there's a lot of open-ended questions. Paul T. Goldman, the last episode of Paul T. Goldman is so well executed. It's beautiful. It, it's, it's a perfect loop, that it show. Is, it's so cathartic. Like, I mean, everything you want, is it? it's only six. Six. Oh, perfect. But the last episode contains footage from after the show has already aired. Right. Okay. Wacky. It's, it's um that's wild it makes the use of every scene like every scene has something mm-hmm. that is like i i used go i went through a full range of emotions watching the final episode i mean the show is great but the final episode is really like it all ties together so well great show and it came out this year and it's probably gonna be it'll definitely be in my we'll talk about it later yeah for sure yeah um 
but yeah, I mean, go check that out and, and watch the rehearsal also. I think those want to work together. Want to so run really through well. our uh, top ones again? Uh, yeah. Do I have top to well, with my hold top up? Top? Hold up. Favorite oh. books of the year. Oh Favorite yeah. This year. Oh, no. Actually, you know, I did read a book this year that. Came... <laughs> Wait, you read a brand new book? I read I an read... old book. Yeah. <laughs> I read a few old ones. Well, so it's it's actually kind of rare. I mean, maybe it's not rare that I read a book that came out the year that like <laughs> they came. Out. Reading read? a book that came out the year of. <laughs> um, I read. Um, I gotta bust open Goodreads because I'm just like Jesus. Well, I actually, you know, I did. Seth Rogen came out with a book that I read. I wouldn't put that number one, but actually, surprisingly. Two good books that I read that came out last year, I think. One of them, I don't know what year it came out. It doesn't matter. I read um, actually a few. Age of Cage by Keith Phipps. That came out last year. That was a Nick Cage book. Kind of a career retrospective. Um, pretty good. It ends, with a, it ends with a list of every Nick Cage movie and whether you should watch it or not. Uh, All right. That's a good book. A really quick read, too. Very quick. I read it in two days. Um, you've got red on you. How Shaun of the Dead was brought to life. Um, that one I was kind of like, do I want to read another movie book? How you know how it got made? But like, if you really want to know all about Shaun of the Dead, that's a great book to read. Um, I mean, I read I read Seth Rogen's book Yearbook. Um, that's a well, I listen I listened to it, which counts in my opinion. Um, very entertaining listen, like super super entertaining. Definitely recommend. Yeah, I definitely recommend listening to it because it's fun hearing him him say it. But a book that I actually thought was great that came out last year, and this is one that didn't go it like didn't go under the radar. It is actually being rated very high on a lot of lists. Is a new Jeanette McCurdy book. I'm glad my mom died by Jeanette McCurdy. For oh, like yeah. a for like a true life story. Uh, it's it's obviously a very distressing book. It's not entertaining. But I don't, it is it is surprisingly great. Like I didn't know going in that it would grab me so much, and it did. Like it's a really well written book, and the story she tells is actually worth worth reading. Uh, it it does give you a big perspective on like growing up as a child actor and how awful it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we all know it's bad, but when you read something like that, you're, it it gives it a whole dim- new dimension for you. And Jeanette McCurdy would love to see if she, I hope she writes more books because she is a very good writer. Like she's very, she knows how to tell her, she told her story very well. Um, That's good. I read the Sea of Thieves book this year, but we can move on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Oh, uh, did anyone see, someone remade uh, PT, but for iOS? Oh, neat. So you can play PT on your phone now. And it's just called PT? Yeah. Okay, perfect. I've never played it. I know everyone raves about it. So, oh, God. I'll install it now. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, Do you have have any books to say? Me? Uh, I I read less than zero this year. Uh, Really. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I was like, how do you read less than zero books? (laughs) No, (laughs) the book title. The one that brought up books. Yeah. It's it's 80s. uh, You know, it's kind of. um, young kids in LA Beverly Hills and they do absolutely nothing and they're bored the whole time 
and somehow it's one of the most interesting reads I've had ever listening to these uh uh-huh isn't the movie with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, with Robert Downey Jr. And it's just about their drug problems and stuff like that. I don't know. It's one of those movies that makes you extremely depressed because, damn, it's it, it all means nothing. Um, but are we wrapping it up? Oh, I read yeah. another book. As oh, a show book? or movie. It came turned to a show or movie. It's like my best friend's exorcism. Something right. I read that. I almost finished it. I didn't like it. Oh yeah, don't oh. finish. Yeah, <laughs> I got really far <laughs> before but you decided it. It was just fun. all about like her, the best friends possessed. It was all like my friend smells really bad. It's like <laughs> every every. It was like it would go on for just my friend smells like shit <laughs> every, every time. <laughs> this sounds like a there. great book. <laughs> Uh, my friend's rotting I guess, fucking pungent odor i guess it obviously didn't this didn't come out last year but the best book the best book that i read was probably white noise by don delillo oh oh okay the, the that's movie. a great book i would it's be, way better than the movie yeah i was so disappointed and I, by that I, movie. I think i like the movie more than a lot of people but mm-hmm. that's probably just because it made me appreciate the book more it puts mm-hmm. it puts things into like i literally walked out of the theater and i was thinking about the book i was like you know this thing in the book was kind of brought to life in the movie because he does skip mm-hmm. he sticks to the script of the book uh very close in a lot of ways and a lot of that doesn't work on screen but mm-hmm. that's a, that book is like one of those things where part of me was like jesus christ i don't want to like this is this guy's ramp like kind of ramblings or Mm-hmm. perhaps driving me a little crazy but at the same time it's like just so good and the questions it raises um are pretty amazing for the time want to want to um, book over our top threes yeah well, uh, i guess so <laughs> no no just yeah. like the names just like the names All right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. To wrap it up um uh, i guess uh, uh movies uh everything everywhere all at once banshees and ashira and then tar was my number one. Oh, i just meant like Number ones for all three. Oh, number ones. Okay, number one Tar games. Number one Elden Ring. Whoa. Uh, so just to be different, nobody saves the world was my number two, and then music, Ants from Up There by Black Country New Road. R R R P G in a box, <laughs> and Cave World by Vagger Boys. Barbarian, of course Elden Ring. So Kirby in the Forgotten Lands. And Happy Smile by Jezebel Burkleby. Right. And I think we should end the episode. Though I, <laughs> at the same time, I'm like tempted to ask you about worst of the year, but I don't know. I don't That's, know. Maybe we do that next episode. I'd be I don't know. Because on one hand, it's like, is that worth <laughs> highlighting? Is Well, <laughs> well it, would, it would be a year review of Media Boys because a lot of my works <laughs> are from the show. So. Yeah, we watched a lot. Of, we did a lot <laughs> right. of shit this year. I think... Um, Come to mind, Black Eyed Peas, not good. That's yeah. probably number one for music. Yeah, yeah it's worse, worse, definitely. Uh, sp- did, we did Spiderhead on the show, right? We did an episode. That's of your worst. That's not the worst. Let me look. That movie was dog shit, though. No, uh, what? I liked the I liked Chris Hemsworth's uh, monologue. I I wouldn't put that movie did. in the worst. I it, okay, it, it, okay. I still got under Spiderhead is Samaritan. Morbius, Pinocchio, 
spirited and then my least favorite was moon age daydream the david bowie documentary which was horrible yeah awful. okay you right off the top of your head you're saying spiderhead was worse than samaritan yeah but uh, no samaritan's worse was that no pinocchio is maybe the worst movie we did on media boys i was about to say did we watch pinocchio and we did that movie was something that was bad yeah that was bad uh my worst is oh, clerks three too Oh, <laughs> that was a stinker. I put Morbius no. as my worst on here. I think to be a worst, it should be like you should also be able to learn from something from it too. Like maybe what not to do at all, okay. ever, even if you're dared to, don't do it. Mm-hmm. And I think Morbius is one of those. Morbius is just, it's like a black hole of entertainment. It's not even ironically good, it is just a nothing, a nothing of a movie. And William, you're not going to agree with this, but I because I know you love this movie, but Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, <laughs> also, yeah. Well, my second you know, worst, Jesus. I Christ. I saw it in 4DX, so I have no bearing of whether it was a good movie or not. But okay. it was a fun. It was a fun ride. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you this. I uh, it's also another movie that I think you can learn what not to do <laughs> in an entertainment, but a blockbuster entertainment because you get you. you Colin Trevorrow, he can, you know, he can come up with some some situations to put his characters in that could work in theory and never do. He doesn't do anything. He should, hey, hey, Colin, kill off someone for Christ's sake. You're making a scary movie. Uh, well, you're making situations that are scary, and he never has the guts to kill off anyone because he has no balls. Did no one die. No, no main characters die. No or side characters, except for I, huh. the, I don't even know. Well, yes, the bad guy dies. That's it. That's oh, it. how how? Uh, but uh, controversial. Me, I'll name two more just because I I don't want to linger because I also would like to stop recording. But uh, <laughs> just because I I do have stuff to do. I I I'm trying to go see Bottle Rocket in Enzion. Oh shit! That sounds like fun. I might what not. Are the chicken tenders. I will. I know- the chicken tenders are going to be a little expensive, but they are like my top three three right. favorite chicken tenders and that I, I've ever had. I might not go and just might make dinner instead, but I do have a ticket to go. I'll say that. I might not I mean, go. You just pay money. I'd, I'd rather make a nice dinner, but I did pay for a ticket. It's at nine thirty. Okay. Um, Black Adam. That's I'll just leave it there. I thought I Black Adam. Black Adam. Your God, thank, uh, you know, it's a good thing they're not continuing with that because. Black Adam feels like I said this. It feels like if you took Venture Brothers parodies of Marvel characters and you tried to make like a serious movie about them. But these are actual DC characters. So, you know, it's like at the end of the day, but like there's a Doctor Strange knockoff. There's a a, a hawk guy. There's like uh, they're all there and it's they're called the Justice Society. That is. That is something they would put in like a Venture Brothers episode, okay? But it's it's a comic, I guess, and um, it's bad. It's a really bad movie, okay? It was all to promote his Zoa energy drinks. And guess what? They they dropped it. They're not doing it anymore. And the end of the movie hypes up a fight between him and Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's funny to think you could see that in theaters at the same time they announced that they're not yeah. doing him anymore. <laughs> oh God. All right. But you, know, but you know what else was a bad superhero movie too? 
Thor Love and Thunder. What a piece. Yeah, of because it was just mediocre, right? Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah, it was a movie. Taika, I look, I like Taika Watiti. I don't want to not like Taika Watiti, but he really didn't. Like, I don't blame him for not caring. Well, he didn't make the movie, right? None of these guys make the movie. Right. Sam Raimi didn't make but that at movie. At the same time, would you say Thor Ragnarok is good because of Taika Waititi? Yeah, it wasn't that like the common thing. It was like, oh, he came in and saved those movies. Right. But I guess like he brought ideas, right? And maybe, yeah. maybe I don't they know. should. I don't know. I, you know what? It's let the ship sink. I don't care. Yeah, let it sink. Like let it. Maybe it's or a good thing. Rebirth that, it, right? Restart it. Reboot. Do Marvel a reboot. Movies, I'd Marvel? watch another Captain America one. People are starting to catch that on. Again. <laughs> I okay. So we're talking about Summit 2023, really, but I, I want to end it. Damn it! Forspoken. Do you know this game? Have you heard? Yes. Of it? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, do. yeah. Did you buy made, it? Oh, you no, didn't buy it. No, okay. I didn't buy it. <laughs> Everyone's making fun of the dialogue of Forspoken, mm-hmm. but all the dialogue in Forspoken is like something out of a Marvel movie, and it's going viral for how bad the dialogue is. So I, heard, I think the tables are starting to turn maybe on this. I heard I'm like, Josh Whedon was trending because of people talking about how di- uh, the dialogue is like something from Josh Whedon. <laughs> so between, oh, yeah. Wow. So between like Thor and Forspoken, I think maybe we're g- going to go in a different direction with this stuff. Maybe like we're, we're getting tired of comic book movies. They got it. I oh, think they just got to make the, the scale a little smaller because that's when it's most interesting. And they have to stop. They have to stop making them, okay? <laughs> when, when, like, when everything's like the th- fate of the universe, right? It's no longer exciting. Well, mm. I was thinking about this, when, like, a... <laughs> but like, think of like, I don't know, Captain America two. It's just yeah. like the. You know it's just like about an agency trying to kill Captain America. He's not even like saving anyone. He's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Right. right it's just them trying to kill him i'll end this i'll end my statement on this with a comment on a movie from last year which is black panther 2 um that movie doesn't have any jokes in it because they're trying you know they're trying to be trying to honor chadwick bozeman which is the right tone for a little bit but just at some point you got to start the movie yeah <laughs> it really feels like the whole time they're sleep. like it feels like the whole time they're like, isn't it sad that he's not here and that this movie could be is really it, Is good? that really what it is? That's yeah. the, whole, that's the yeah. whole two hour and 40 minute movie. Yeah. It's like so dour. This movie would be good if Chadwick Boseman was still alive. It's that's a, what probably. It is. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah almost probably like a, would be. Yeah. It's a tone they were forced into committing to. And yeah. it, it just it doesn't work. And it's like the opposite of Thor: Love and Thunder, which also didn't work. <laughs> and, I think, and... I think the, uh, yeah, there's not a... okay. Black Panther, <laughs> one. I know everyone loves it. It's fine. It's fine. I think the best scene is the very beginning with the museum heist and Michael B. Jordan killing the guys. Mm-hmm. Michael... That's the best scene in the okay. movie. I, I did recently watch some of that with my, my family and the Michael B. Jordan stuff's really good in that movie. Yeah. Oh, and he's I think, great. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. great. Honestly, I really like all the character stuff in black Panther. No, but I, like yeah. anytime we go into an action scene, it looks bad. It looks bad. Yeah. <laughs> it that's simply that's just looks bad. Yeah. And but I, I think th- like the Michael B. Jordan stuff is like really good. Mm-hmm. I think but everything else isn't 
yeah too i mean interesting there's it a is... reason why that character has like you know he's been in multiple of the shows and right. like kind of the, the cast of the cast of black panther hey they're really good and they make up the movie and you you kind of need chadwick boseman there to tie it all together and michael b jordan too and guess what this movie doesn't have that obviously one they can't control Oh, but I guess both of them they kind of just can't do. They could they could control it. They could just have not made a Black Panther two and just like they had to. Ma- <laughs> Why did the they have one to? Made, the first one made too much money. They could just exactly. They could <laughs> just really. They could just made all these characters side characters for other Marvel shit. It's a tough. It's really a tough spot. And I mean, I don't, I don't blame them for making it about how good Chadwick Boseman, you know, was because he was he was a good star and i i liked seeing chadwick boseman on screen but it unfortunately doesn't work it's a tough it's a very tough spot for a movie to be in and you know you maybe don't make it two hours and 40 minutes sleepy time for me <laughs> for sleepy time it is it's a bit it's a very sleepy movie but black panther too yeah and it doesn't help that a lot of it takes place underwater and it looks blurry and murky yep. and, and it makes it slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you can't really tell what's going on. But the I, you know what the villain, I don't remember the act name of the actor. He's good in Black Namor. I um, like him. Namor's in that one. Yeah, he's yeah, the, he's Namor. the villain. Yeah. Uh, he's a, he's the first a, X-Men. He, yeah. <laughs> he's a good actor. Well, <laughs> yeah, he's he's all right. Apparently, apparently he's the first mutant, right? Namor? Yeah, I think the, the first mutant. They yeah. cut out apparently he had a crotch bump in the movie that they had. And they had that. They had oh, that's what that's from? Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it. We're, <laughs> we're ending on the crotch bump. Dick. I can't do anymore. I'm ending it. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. All right. Well, um, I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> All right. See that's you. It. Hey, uh, last year was pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> Wait, check out MediaBoysPodcast.com. MediaBoysPodcast.com. I'd say there. at the end of the day, all three of the things we talked about had good stuff last year. Movies, a lot of good movies too. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. all of us made good lists, so there's more the good I, work. I watched more good movies and bad ones. Boom. MediaBoysPodcast.com. Okay, bye. Let me stop it. Right.